This is the Life in the Front Office podcast. I want to first thank all of our listeners to making this a success and helping us continue to grow. We bring on sports executives and professionals from around the industry, all different aspects of the industry, to provide insights and advice for those who are trying to enter the sports industry or those who are already in the industry just looking to learn something new and continue to get better. If you like our episode, please rate us on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, and visit our website at lifeinthefrontoffice.com for more episodes. Welcome to this episode on Life in the Front Office. I'm your host, Jay Kirschman, and today I've got my co-host, Pat Gallagher, with me, along with a special guest in Gene Afterman, Assistant General Manager of the New York Yankees, and uh I just want to start off the podcast by saying, Gene, congratulations on your 2019 uh, Trailblazer of the Year Award through Baseball America. Uh, really excited for you. And uh, today we'll dive into Jean's career path, how she got to where she is now. Um, almost 20 years coming up uh, with, with the Pinstripes organization. Um, and we'll kind of go from there. But Gene, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And um, and thank you for the congratulations. I was I was thrilled. I, I think I've said this before, but, you know, being in Baseball America um, is a little bit like the equivalent, the old song of, you know, my picture on the cover of Rolling Stone. And and <laughs> so I did buy five copies for my mother, just as the song said. <laughs> um, but I was I was really honored. Um, and uh, and I, you know, I'm. I was I, I love baseball America and I was you know it was a great I, I was really honored it came out of the blue I had no idea but um anyway thank you absolutely so hey so Gene and I you know when I, I found out and I should have known this your your background in San Francisco you grew up here yes uh, I, I'm not sure if our paths crossed when when I was with the Giants but you you said that you actually learned that your your baseball team was growing up with the Giants I mean, yes. and you you braved the conditions at Candlestick Park. <laughs> yes. Tell me, tell me about that. Well, so I mean, and and my family and I, we have several quad candlesticks. Um, I uh, I grew up in in San Francisco. I was born and raised in San Francisco, and um, I uh, the Giants are um, <clears throat> are my my hometown team. I don't perceive that as any conflict, except in a World Series, because you know you have the National League and the American League. Um, and, uh, and my family are, are lifelong giant fans. I'll, I'll digress for one moment. Um, Hideo Nomo, my, our first sort of big client when I was representing players, he made his debut at Candlestick Park and, um, and I brought my family to the game. And of course I gave him a standing ovation and my mother, you know, um, yanked on my elbow and told me, sit down, you're embarrassing us. So <laughs> of course, as well, you know, you never applaud, you never cheer for the Dodgers at, at, uh, no, yes. no, no! You can't do that, and and it's like you know cheering in the press box. I mean, there's certain things that that you know when you when this becomes your vocation versus your avocation that you, yes that you, that you don't do. And you know, you, speaking of Hideo Nomo, we thought for a while that there was a just a little bit of a chance that um, that Mr. Nomo might have become a giant uh, when he was on his tour. And I know you did a lot of work with Don Nomura. Yes. Um, and, and this is really how you got into the business. I mean, I'm, I look at your background and I say, well, this is an easy transition. You go from art history uh, into <laughs> Major League Baseball. I mean, that's a that just goes together like hand in glove. But but w w what we'd like to talk about like, and like you to explain is how, do, how did that happen? I mean, how did you, you know, what, give us a give us a uh, sort of a glimpse of what your path going from well, that. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a little, um, I'll give you the, you know, the CNN version, the short version, because I actually had a bunch of lives before I came to baseball and, and, um, and I, and I used them all. So I, I started off uh, when I left college as a, a theater actress. Um, I, then I also taught English as a second language. Um, I um, assisted in setting up businesses in New York through a company that worked with international businesses, for which I was completely unqualified, by the way. So I have no idea how I got that job. Um, <laughs> and then I, uh, I moved to Los Angeles and I worked at Paramount Pictures um, in the feature film production um, Below the Line. Um, and from Paramount Pictures, I decided to go to law school 10 years after I graduated from Cal. Um, and when I went to law school, um, I did not intend to um, go into baseball. I thought that I would, first I thought that Paramount Pictures would welcome me back with open arms, which of course they did not, but I couldn't understand that. <laughs> thought I'd be a big time entertainment lawyer. Um, and then I started working for a civil litigation firm, small one um, in the Valley uh, down in Southern California. And Don was one of our clients um, in real estate. Um, uh, and, but Don also, um, as you probably know, was is a baseball um, pedigreed in royalty in Japan. His stepfather um, is uh, Nomura, the famous um, catcher and manager. Um, and Don um, was the, uh, Don held all of the exclusive baseball card licenses for NPB teams. And an American company had come over and just openly and notoriously um, tried to um, infringe on those licenses, steal those licenses. So he wanted somebody from my law firm, he wanted to pursue legal action. Um, and the firm really didn't do that sort of work. So they asked for a volunteer. It involved going to Japan um, to collect evidence and interview witnesses. And I'd never been to Japan. And the whole thing sounded, um, you know, really interesting to me. Uh, so I, um, I volunteered. And, um, and that was my first experience with um, Japanese baseball. Um, and, oh, I also, sorry, uh, in between there, I had been a, um, a general counsel at the largest grower of, a, grower of certified organic fruits and vegetables um, in the world. Um, I called it my farm system, you know, because I was working at the time. Very, hey, Gene, very good. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I think that's, I, I don't know if I'm leaving out any of my careers, but um, when I get an opportunity to talk to young people, and these days people seem so concerned that they don't have their career by the time they're 22. Um, and, you know, I didn't really have my career uh, until I was well into my 30s. And I didn't actually start with the Yankees um, until I was, and get out your calculators, because you know how long I've been <laughs> with the Yankees. Um, I, didn't, um, I didn't get the job as assistant general manager until I was 44. So, um, so you know, you never know where the, the things that you're doing, uh, you never know where they're going to lead you. I was lucky for me in the right place at the right time. Um, and I, I never really ever contemplated a job in baseball. Um, but sometimes things, you know, sometimes things work out. <laughs> well, you know, but I, I, I got to believe that you're, you know, that, well, I would say that your, your theatrical background, you know, sort of the, the way that you tell your own story had to be a help to you, uh, not only in, 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 you know, in the law business, but, but also in baseball. Would you, would you agree with that? Yes. Yes. It's not, it's a, it's not a profession for the meek and the quiet. 
um, which is are not two words that anybody has ever <laughs> ascribed to me. Um, but it is it is a, um, you know, for both men and women, uh, I think particularly women, you will just get steamrolled um, if you, you know, if you are uh, quiet. I, I, I think that I respect people who are, you know, who go about their business in a very dignified and, um, you know, in quiet way. Once again, not me. Although I, I, I hope that I, I have some shred of dignity, but, um, but I, I think that, that, you know, a lot of it, particularly for a lawyer, yes, acting is really important. I actually think that, that a theatrical background or, or acting is important in any profession um, because, you know, you can't, uh, we're, not, we're not really ourselves in our jobs. We're pieces of ourselves, but we have to project the character that we really want to be on a daily basis. Um, so I would agree with you. Hey, Jean, what, for those who are, uh, you know, we're a business major or, you know, economics or something that didn't have to do with uh, acting, I, I, I think I might have appeared in a play in like the third grade. Good for but, you. Um, <laughs> what, what, are, what are these skills or just maybe that one or two things that you really um, find that maybe help separate you? Uh, in certain situations, you know, along your career that you, you know, you learn from the practice of, of theater and um, acting out. Well, you know, acting out that's, <laughs> that sounds like, sounds like I'm a really naughty child. Um, so, uh, you know, I was, I was fortunate in my baseball career um, that I worked um, with and for um, two men who really um, gave me, uh, you know, my baseball career and uh, two gender blind guys who I guess saw my, um, you know, who I am and what I can do. And that's Don Demora and then Brian Cashman on the club side. And then I worked with Gene Orza, um, the former general counsel of the Players Association. And between the three of them, I really learned um, not only everything I, I know about baseball, but I really learned, um, you know, what, what I do best. Um, because once again, you know, you can, you, it's reflected, um, something works, um, and you, you know, you understand that it, uh, you know, that, it, that it's going to work again. And, um, and I think for me, the skills were something also I had got from my parents, you know, my, my parents, you know, if you see a wrong, you got to write it. Um, and you, if you, you should always speak your mind, um, and try and be as, as, uh, you know, as straightforward as you possibly can. Now, of course, law is all about deception, but, but you know, and as an agent, you're, I remember with the Yankees, I used to always say, well, you know, your friends, um, you know, up north in Massachusetts are offering more. So which sometimes Brian was not the case, but, um, but, you know, I, I think that, that for people that are, are looking to get into the sports business, um, it's not Jerry Maguire, want to you know have to make that absolutely clear um that's one thing the movies have not been able to do is to present our industry in in any sort of factual manner um but i think you have to you also you have to um under you have to make sure that you um you know just as a lawyer doesn't ask a question that they don't know the answer to same in our business and and you also have to be a jack of all trades i think i think my my nine lives have actually helped me in sports because um, if you are, if, if you have tunnel vision and the only thing you know is baseball, then I think it'll make you a less, um, not as good of a front office person as if you have some diversified skill set or even interest set. So, so Gene, just as far as getting into the Yankees, and I, I have to, we can't go through this without 
you talking a little bit about George Steinbrenner because, uh, you know, I had the opportunity to meet him when I was with the Giants. And, you know, some people think was, you know, was he the guy that was, was he like the guy that was on Seinfeld and, and all those. And I would I would say I only was with him a couple of times, but I was so impressed with how um, listen, this this was a guy who was a forceful guy, but he also was um, was a guy that would look you in the eye. And uh, I found he was the kind of a person that you sort of had to, you know, he was sort of testing you in a way. You sort yes. of had to, I guess, stand up for yourself. But is, is that the way it was with you and George? So um, so I met uh, George when I was representing players. And um, and before I came to the Yankees, I, I could call him George. Of course, once I came to the Yankees, it was Sir. And I always say I never used boss because that's just Bruce Springsteen. So that yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do that. But but it, it, to me, it's just a shame that he's not in the Hall of Fame because, um, you know, there's there are very few owners uh, in sports ever like him. Um, and he was, um, at, you know, he was at times maddening to work for. But ultimately, those of us, you know, who worked for him, um, we miss him tremendously. I mean, Hal, his son, has uh, has George's best qualities. Not the, he doesn't have his his um, he's not a screamer. Um, and and you know, George was the best training and education that you could have because you had to always be on your game. And there was no doubt that he had a sixth sense. If you there were ten um, possible subjects that you knew he wanted to know about, and you were absolutely certain on nine. Um, he would he would have an uncanny uh, instinct to ask <laughs> you about the tenth one, um, but I learned because I had worked for some difficult people as a lawyer, and I learned that the best thing that you can do um, is for anybody, particularly somebody who can be difficult, is uh, you know you have to tell them I you can't fake the answer. You have to say I, I don't know the answer to that, but I will find out and I will you know get right back to you. So um, and he usually respected that um, because that's the other thing. Somebody who's incredibly demanding also knows when you're being dishonest. They can smell it. <laughs> so he was I mean, he was fantastic to to work for. He was fantastic to negotiate against. Um, he, the, here was here was a theatrical man. So he was he understood, um, you know, the the benefits of of theater. Gene, as, as you've, you know, worked your way through the organization and um, many years of experience, what's maybe the one thing that's that stuck out to you uh, as you, you know, go throughout your day trying to get better, trying to learn something new, trying to, you know, understand um, the people around you and your team? What's maybe that one thing that, that maybe you learned from George or uh, anyone else um, that's helped you along your way and, and made you who you are? Um, well, I, I think probably always be prepared. Um, I used to quote when, when Don and I were representing Rabu, I used to quote Hamlet, you know, the readiness is all. So you should always be prepared. Um, and you can't, you know, there's no, you're not entitled to the job and you're not entitled to the promotion and you're really not entitled to anything until you can prove yourself. So you have to try and make yourself as indispensable as possible. And in a front office, you really um, have to know that no job is too small. So, um, you know, you, you can't uh, turn your nose up at, at filing or making a copy or, um, you know, there's, there are things that Brian and I do on a daily basis um, that 
people probably never in their wildest dreams would think that a general manager and assistant general manager do. Um, but for Brian, um, and once again, when Bri Brian was a GM and then became GM, um, and he was accustomed to being an island and doing everything himself. When I first came to the Yankees, it was basically Brian, myself, um, an assistant and the secretary were the baseball operations department in at Yankee Stadium. So we did absolutely everything. Um, and now I'd say we probably have, you know, 30 or 40 people. So I think that that you have to be, um, you know, even if you're a specialist, even if you your background is predictive analytics, um, you have to part of you has to be a generalist and you have to be willing to do anything and to learn about anything. Um, and we're a very luckily for lawyers, baseball is a very um, regulation and rule and law driven world. So, um, you know, on a daily basis, there there are compliance issues that come up and you better know the basic agreement and you better know the rules. And then you better know, know you know, um, some a grievance that was decided or you better know the memo that went out last week because otherwise um, you can find yourself royally screwed. I was going to use no, a different a word, point. but I decided to clean it up and say royally screwed. <laughs> you know, Gene, well, this is a, this is a podcast, so we can say anything we want. So, 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 also, we have no advertisers, at least yet, who will get upset about it. So, uh, you know, it, it's that's that's the beauty of the podcast is you can just sort of be yourself, and you know, it, it, Gene, you you wouldn't growing up as a you know as a baseball fan, would you? Did you ever even did you ever dream that you would wind up actually working in baseball? I mean, was that something that you ever even thought about or, or never, because the point is never thought about it. Never, no, never, never crossed your never. mind. I wanted to, at one point I wanted to be a doctor, but um, I'm sorry to say this uh, <laughs> in baseball, but you know, I'm, I, I really loathe math. So, um, so <laughs> I, uh, I wanted to be a doctor. Of course, I obviously wanted to be an actress on the West end of London. Um, and I never, ever contemplated a career in baseball, but um, I, I do want to say one thing about, you know, grabbing the opportunity when it comes to um, when I was in law school, uh, my um, civil procedure professor um, happened to be somebody that with about 22 other guys owned a a independent league club um, in California. And um, and actually one of those 22 guys turned out to be the um, lawyer that hired me when I got out of law school. But anyway, I got my first taste of baseball because I think they had a little dispute with the, possibly with the Cal League, I don't know which league it was. And he pulled me in to do, a, you know, to do some sort of paralegal work for him um, on this dispute. And, um, and I, I did it because I, I was given the opportunity. I thought it was interesting. And I was able to, you know, to, to, to get a taste of, of, you know, baseball law. And, um, and then, you know, when the opportunity came with Don, that was something that that, you know, you have to be open to the opportunities. They you may not initially see that they're going to lead anywhere. I mean, when I did my first little foray into baseball, um, I never contemplated that as a career. Once again, I thought, you know, chief of business and legal affairs at Paramount Pictures. But <laughs> but, um, you know, so I, I think for people that are looking for careers, you have to be open to the opportunities that present themselves because something is going to lead to something else. And Gene, you, you mentioned earlier about the general interests and having other interests um, that maybe go outside of your, your job description or whatever it might be, but also 
for you now in baseball outside of baseball as well yes are there things that you um and whether it's still you know theater or or um whatever else it might be are there things that you just enjoy in life that also help you with your job and vice versa yeah i mean i i enjoy um you know i i enjoy um reading um nothing about sports though i come home and i read nothing about sports um my dad was a psychoanalyst and he always said that the the unconscious needs time to process so you can't work 24 7 and you can't focus on one thing for you know long periods of time because because you have to give the unconscious time to process and and give it a little recreation on something else so I, i follow that um but i also think that you have to have a sense of perspective i mean we there are things that happen outside you know the yankee stadium walls that are very important in the world um, and that are important to people's lives. Um, and so it gives you very much a sense of perspective and also um, a sense of responsibility. One of the things that the Yankees, I think, do really well in the Yankee players, not that anybody else doesn't do it well because they're teams and players that are very involved, but uh, George Steinbrenner and the Steinbrenner family have always um, believed that you have to give back. Uh, actually, George had a kind of a, um, a motto, which I can't articulate the way um, he um, could, but it's something to the extent that if one other person knows that you've done good, then you're not doing good for the right reasons. Um, so there's, uh, you know, there's an enormous amount that the Yankees do um, because you're given this, um, you know, an opportunity and an honor um, to work in Major League Baseball and for me particularly to work for the New York Yankees. And that's something that you have to use, um, you know, in some way, little or big, um, to help others. So I think that's something to really keep in mind. You can't be insular. You can't think that baseball is everything. And um, and the other thing is, um, you know, it's 162 games plus the postseason. And if you if you if you live or die upon every loss, then you're gonna have a very very short career. Well, and and we'll dive into that uh, here in part two of you know what's it truly like to be in that front office? What's it like to work uh, in in baseball and they say, quote unquote, the grind. And, and uh, we'll, we'll dive into that. But Gene, I want to thank you for uh, this, this first chat on uh, your path and in, in your career and certainly uh, learned a thing or two along the way. Well, thank you. I, I enjoyed myself. I want to take the time to thank you for listening to Life in the Front Office. And if you liked our episode, please rate us on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. We greatly appreciate it. And for more episodes, visit us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on our website at lifeinthefrontoffice.com. And please continue to share uh, with your colleagues on social media and help us continue to grow. Thanks.